Well, here we are once again for a word to preachers as we're looking at the pastoral epistles and at this moment specifically 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 3 and 4. And Paul told Timothy, As I besought thee to abide still at Ephesus when I went into Macedonia, that thou mightest charge some that they teach no other doctrine, neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies which minister questions, rather than godly edifying which is in faith, so do. I want you to notice what Paul's intention in writing to Timothy is. Um, chapter 3, verses 14 through 16 explains that it's that he might know how he should behave in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. But the reason behind that as well is the fact that he has to teach the people to guide them that way as well. He said, I begged you to stay at Ephesus, to teach and to teach against certain things and in favor of the gospel, so please do that. I think it's interesting to notice this, <coughs> excuse me, about this thing. I want to focus on this. Abide still at Ephesus, he says. I begged you to, so do it. Paul left Timothy at Ephesus asking him to stay. He writes back now again commanding him to stay. Why? Well, primarily for the purpose of teaching the truth. And I want you to notice that because, see, Paul told the Ephesian church in Acts chapter 20, he had declared unto them the whole counsel of God. In 18 months, Paul explained to them God's plan and God's purpose and many of the ways in which he was going to accomplish those things. And so he covered much ground in 18 months. But did Paul cover all the ground that was necessary for them? And the answer is no. One of the richest books doctrinally that you'll find in your Bible that goes deeply, covers much ground, is the letter that Paul wrote to the same church at Ephesus. While they had the whole counsel of God, they needed to go deeper. While they had the whole counsel of God and yet needed to go deeper, Timothy needed to stay there and take them deeper. Timothy needed to stay there and root out and eradicate false doctrines. This doesn't happen overnight. A person has to stay. For a person to help people to be rooted and grounded in love, as Paul wants the Ephesians to be in Ephesians chapter 3, they have to have a teacher, a pastor, a preacher, a shepherd who stands. Uh, you and I are not going to educate churches overnight. You and I are not going to change churches and modify their ways of doing things in simply in just two years. We can help them, but we're not going to carry them very far in five years. Um, I'm nearing the end of my 32nd year in the ministry, and I've learned some very hard lessons. And One of those lessons is the fact that I have no right to expect and look forward and anticipate a church changing 
in six months or two years everything that has been established for 75 years. And there are bad habits that get deeply ingrained. If most of us are honest, there are things that we face in the churches that we pastor and that um, are older than we are. There are problems that are as old as the oldest person in the church, if not older. We inherited it. They inherited it. Sometimes they caused it. It doesn't really matter. It's that it's old. And God is so gracious that sometimes we can preach and it's like the light is switched on and people see the truth and some things can change immediately. There are other things that people will dig deeper and they will entrench and they will solidify their position no matter how wrong they are. And it's at those times that you and I can become so very disgusted and discouraged and angered and impatient and decide that there's just no hope and we can't help them and, and just resign and move on to another place where it seems that the grass is green. Well, let me tell you what, if you look out in your yard, the grass is greener very close to the septic tank. Beware of greener pastures syndrome. In fact, unless you have direction otherwise, despite your feelings, stay. Stay where you are. And kindly, humbly, and meekly, and patiently teach. The exhortation, in fact, the commandment in 2 Timothy chapter 4 to preach the word is to do it with all long suffering and doctrine. That as you and I preach the word, we have to explain it and teach it and use the authority of the word and dwell with the authority of the word and minister with the authority of the word and to do it with all long suffering. Patience toward people. Toleration sometimes of bad attitudes and having to swallow our own prides and pride and allow things to be said and done against us personally and just humbly be meek and forbearing and kind and it's not to say there's no time to rebuke but it, because there is but we have to deal with that even with much long all long suffering sometimes it is a matter of suffering and endurance and hardships and trials and Stay. You can only do that if you stay. Have you ever just looked at Jeremiah? By human standards, Jeremiah was a colossal failure. It seemed like that hardly anyone believed him, and even the king took his letter, cut it to pieces with a knife, threw it in the fire, and so God had him write it again. We read his letter today and we profit greatly from it because Jeremiah stayed on task. Moses, have you ever just stopped to think of Moses? And how faithful that he was. Look at the service that he gave to God. And you realize that there were times that Moses cried out, told God, these aren't my babies, they're yours. And if you're going to have to, if you're going to stick me with these people, 
just go ahead and kill me. I'd rather die than to tolerate this mess. And God would give him the relief and the strength and the guidance and the help that he needed. And Moses stayed. For 40 years, he led them throughout that wilderness. And he stayed. Against trials and tribulations and hardships. And in Numbers chapter 14, they voted him out and voted someone in his stead and chose them someone to lead them back into Egypt. And yet, God has determined that he was going to be the man who was there and Moses stayed. That is amazing to me. Moses stayed. And look where we are today because God took a man who wanted to quit, who wanted to give up, who wanted to walk away and prompted him and enabled him to stay. This past Sunday, October 2nd, 2022, marked 17 years ago that I preached my first sermon as the pastor of Wilmer Baptist Church near Amiot, Louisiana. 17 years. We've had blessings and we've had trials and we've had good times and we've had bad times and there have been times that my heart felt like it was going to be ripped out of me and I wasn't sure that I could survive. I actually felt at times that I might lose my sanity. Because the ministry is hard. But I'm seeing blessings today after 17 years that I would, would not have seen if I left after five. I would not have seen if I had left after ten. I would not have seen them if I had only stayed for 15 years. And that's not to say that I'm somebody and I've done something good. It's only by God's grace that I've made it. I don't have what it takes to pastor a church. But as Paul would say, God enabled me. By the grace of God, I am what I am. And through it all, he's blessed me and helped me and enabled me to stay. And I don't know what the future holds, but I'm looking forward because... I realize we've experienced good because God has blessed me to stay. Different generations are coming on, looking at a new complexion, a new face for the church, so to speak. And there's much to be done, and yet there's much good that's been accomplished, and I'm so grateful for that. And I'm thankful that during the times when I really just wanted to quit it all, that God prompted me and God enabled me to stay. It's easy to look for new opportunities. It's easy to accept every new call. It is easy to be consumed with U-Haul fever, just wanting to pack up and move on to the next place. But the fact of the matter is, God calls his people to perseverance, to endurance, to patience. And it's going to have to be modeled by those that God puts over them in the ministry as the shepherds of the flock. And he calls us 
to stay. Brother, it's going to be difficult. You're going to have to endure hardship. You're going to have to face heartaches. You're going to be mistreated. And yet in the midst of it all, God blesses his people. God blesses his men. God upholds his men. God enables his men. What I'm saying to you, brother, is you are not going to experience the greatest riches of ministry and pastoral work. You just don't buckle down and get in there and stay and commit for the long haul. I realize there are times that we're going to move quickly. But I am convinced that those times should be much less than truly occur. Love those people. Settle in. Commit to seeking to be a blessing. Commit that what you're going to do is for the long haul. Open your Bible. Read it. Explain it. Apply it. Preach it. Show them their faults. Show them God's glory. Encourage them. Rebuke them when they're wrong. Love them through it all. And patiently stay. It was only after Abraham patiently endured that he received the promise. Brethren, we to see the promises fulfilled in our life, the greatness of the blessings of God upon our ministry, we need to stay. May God bless you.